Hey, and welcome back to the Ashcraft Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Asher, and today we'll be reading Chapter 12 of Minecraft Dungeons Rise of the Arch Illager by Matt Gorbeck. But before we do, let's just do a little recap on Chapter 11. And if you weren't here with us on Chapter 11, I suggest you go back and listen to that episode because a lot of stuff happened. Anyways, back to the recap. What happened in chapter 11 was Archie found out that the orb not only gave him everything that he needed and protected him, but it also came with lands. And now he's venturing out to find those lands, and I wonder what he'll do with them. And if you're just as curious as I am, then let's dive right in. Chapter 12 The orb tugged at the top of the staff, leading Archie back toward the southern face of the mountain he'd just come down from. At the orb's instruction, Archie began to use the staff and his team of redstone golems to, ar- to alter the landscape. All he had to do was point the staff in the right direction and think about how he wanted things to change, and the orb and the golems took care of the rest. The golems actually did most of the work, while Archie and the orb planned out the architecture of his his new home. It took days of planning, and even more time to mine the necessary materials and craft them together into the wondrous new structure Archie's plan demanded. Still, the design was exhilarating, and the golems worked for their jobs tirelessly, even when exhaustion finally forced Archie to sleep. It needs to be humongous, with high walls and even taller towers. It needs to be something that intimidates people who even dare to look at it. Yes, a castle fit for one who will rule all the lands, a place where you will be safe, and from which you can launch your armies. Exactly. It will be the most glorious building this world has ever seen. Such a proud structure needs an equally amazing name. Right. Something to tell the people who hear the name that they would be fools to come near it. Archie racked his brain but couldn't think of anything appropriate. He lived his entire life in and out of Ilger mansions. But all of them stacked on top of one one another wouldn't measure up to the place they were building. High block keep. At this point, Archie wasn't sure if he or the orb had come up with the name. He only knew for sure that it fit perfectly, and he wasn't interested in exploring that question further. Soon enough, his plans came to fruition, and the structure itself was complete. It would take him time to furnish the place fully, but now he could finally move into it at least. Welcome home. Archie walked up the long, wide steps to High Block Keep, which had been carved from the mountain's living stone. The scale of the place took his breath away. He'd never seen any structure so gigantic in all his days, and it was all his. 
Although they had just built the place, in Archie's mind, the keep didn't seem fresh and new. Instead, it felt like it had been there forever, waiting to be rediscovered, like a gorgeous statue hidden inside a flawless bark block of marble. Archie and the orb hadn't built it, but revealed it. Enter and take possession. As Archie topped the stairs, he found himself staring across a deep chasm at a gigantic gate, taller and wider than even the doors that had led him to the hollow mountain. He didn't see a way to get across the massive gap, which seemed wide enough that only a bird could ever cross it. For a moment, Archie didn't know what to do. Had he actually designed a home that he couldn't get into? Then the voice of the Orb of Dominance echoed in his head once more. I can help you with that. Archie slapped himself on his wide forehead and chuckled. Of course! He had the power in his hand. He only needed to use it. He held the staff up high once again and thought of a bridge. Large chunks of wood leaped from the surrounding terrain, and fastened themselves to the ledge of the far side of the gap, one at a time. As he watched, they continued to rise up and attach themselves to the edge of that wooden peninsula, growing closer and closer to him with every second. Soon the peninsula reached near the end of the gap and finished up. It had formed a wooden drawbridge across the wide open air. Still, it didn't seem finished. After a moment's pondering, Archie waved the staff again, and this time gigantic chains leaped from the corners of the bridge near him and stretched all the way to the holes that formed in the highest corners of the gate at the far side of the gap. With these, the drawbridge could be hauled up, cutting off the remainder of High Block Keep from the rest of the lands beyond keeping whoever might be inside absolutely safe. Archie didn't quite understand how a drawbridge worked, or how, des how to design the mechanisms that would allow it to be raised. But the orb took care of all that. It reassured him without any words at all, and he felt comforted that whatever he was doing there in High Block Keep, it was perfectly right. Thus fortified, Archie marched straight across the drawbridge with a confidence that he had never felt before. When he reached the far end, the gate rose open before him, and he entered High Block Keep proper. Inside the keep's gargantum walls, Archie began to explore it. It was one thing to design a place and something entirely different to walk through it, especially a place as large and as complex as this. Whenever he was unsure of which way to go, the orb prodded him in one direction or another, and he learned to trust its instincts as, they, as if they were his own. The place was massive, like it had been built for people much larger than the little illager. Despite how imposing it was, it felt perfectly at home there. There was no need to measure up at to measure up, as it all fit him perfectly. At some point beyond the gate, a large wide stone bridge led from the front section of High Block Keep over an open section of the sea. 
From there, it crossed to a mountainous island that seemed like it had been formed by a volcanic eruption that had frozen all of the lava in place while it blackened into the hardest of stone. The Obsidian Pinnacle, on which sits this section of the larger keep. This, too, is all yours, the start of your empire. A wild grin formed on Archie's face, and he felt grateful no one else was around to see him. If they had been, they might have thought him insane. Archie strolled about. The redstone golems followed in his wake. The thrumming of their heavy footsteps comforted him. But he decided it was time to show them their, to their new chambers. He led them into a large underground room that they had carved out back when they'd started the keep's construction. Like the most of the place, it had ceilings so high that they, that even they could move freely in the chamber without fear of scraping their heads. Archie raised his staff high, and the orb of dominance illuminated the entire chamber. Here you are, my redstone golems, Archie shouted. Welcome to your home. As the redstone golem settled into their places, Archie took a moment to marvel at them and the power they presented. Even just the six of them amounted to the most impressive fighting force he'd ever seen. His wildest ambitions had never stretched even this far, and now it seemed that they were only at the cusp of what he could manage to conquer with the orb. His rise was only beginning. What else? Archie asked when he could finally catch his breath. What else could the world possibly have for me? All of it. The entire world can be yours. You only have to take it. That thought sobered Archie up. He hadn't thought of himself as a thief, as much as a pillager, among the illagers, the penalty from stealing from fellow illagers was stiff, and Waldo melted out justice without mercy. You are not stealing anything. You are claiming what is rightfully yours. Archie didn't understand that all. How could the rest of the world be his? To be honest, he didn't under, quite understand how the orb of dominance and a high block heap had come to be his. Other than out of sheer luck that befell someone wandering in the lonely parts of the world where he didn't belong. The orb had said that before, but still, this confused Archie even more. Being picked by random chance at least made some sense to him. He'd been driven out to the hollow mountain of desperation, and... He understood how fellow how few others would come to this way without undead mobs at their back. Then Archie realized something that caused him to stop breathing for a minute. Perhaps the mobs hadn't been chasing him the way he thought. Maybe they'd been hurting him instead. That would explain why they never caught up with him. Why none of them had seriously harmed him throughout his terrible ordeal. Again, Archie came up against something horrifying that he realized he didn't want answers for. 
The possible explanation scared him more than the mystery, so he was content to live with it remaining unsolved. Exactly how am I supposed to conquer the world? He asked aloud instead. I can't just wave my staff and make it happen. He hesitated. Can I? No, but with my help, and that of the army we will amass. Such lofty goals are within your grasp. Archie felt the staff tugging him upward. He returned to the stairs, leaving the redstone golems behind. They stood as he parted and watched him as until he exited the room. He followed the staff's pull up, 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 moving higher and higher through the obsidian pinnacle until he reached the peak, where he discovered a chair carved out of the stone for him. He hadn't remembered including it in the place's designs. Much of those busy days now seemed like a blur, but there it was, all the same. As Archie neared the chair, he spotted a hole in the stone floor, right in front of the seat. It was the exact width of the staff. Place me here and sit down. I will, I will show you what you need to see. Archie slotted the end of the staff into the hole, and it sank down into the stone until the orb of dominance hovered just above the height of the chair's seat. He hesitated to let go of it for a moment, but he forced himself to relinquish his grasp. To his relief, nothing horrible happened when he did. He sat down in the chair and found the orb hanging there in the air before him, right at his eye level. Peer into me, I shall provide you vision. Archie didn't quite un understand what the orb meant by that, but he had learned to trust it. He opened his eyes as wide as he could and stared into the orb's glowing surface until his pupils shrank to tiny dots. Then he saw. The orb's glow faded away, at least to his eyes, which he had ent given in over entirely to it. And a vision of the desert to the south of High Block Keep appeared before him. This was part of the desert he had avoided before, but somehow he knew exactly where it was located as he looked at it. He seemed to be looking down on, on the land from a great height, as if he were a bird hovering above it. Night had covered the land in a blanket of darkness broken by the light of the moon overhead. A new dawn already colored the sky to the east, but it was far from alighting on the sands below. Two forces met on the desert, engaged in a vicious battle. On one side, a horde of husks and skeletons streamed forth in an unending line from a massive temple carved out of sandstone. Archie had seen it from a distance when he'd skirted the edge of the desert. Although not from this angle, even so he recognized it instantly. On the other side fought an illager raiding party. Archie gasped in shock as he recognized Thord in the thick of it. His old nemesis stood on the edge of the battle, conjuring vexes, small winged creatures with sharp swords, to enter the fight for him, 
Any time a husk came close to him, he threw up his arms and summoned a line of gigantic fangs from the ground to snap up and bite the hungry mobs. Although Archie detested Thord, he had to admire the evoker's skills with his spell. He seemed untouchable as far as the husks were concerned. Sadly, the same could not be said of the others in the raiding party who were struggling to survive the husk horde. Those fools, Archie said, they're losing. As he said the words, he realized that this shouldn't have surprised him. The same thing had happened to the last raiding party he had been in. Only he and Thord had survived. And that only by sheer luck at this point, though, Archie had began to doubt there was such a thing as luck. Why are you showing me this? Archie said, suddenly suspicious. Disgust at the raiding party's weakness swelled up in him. He wanted nothing more than to turn away from their impending failure. But the orb seemed to ignore his wishes. Because you need to see it. Well, that's the end of chapter 12. That chapter was a crazy chapter. He, Archie is now staring into the orb and seeing his raiding party trying to defeat the husks and struggling. And he is not happy about it. Well, that's the end of chapter 12. I'm your host, Asher, and this is the Ashcraft Minecraft Podcast. Peace!